0: Do you know what I miss? I miss my apartment, and like my life, and my freedom, and just, bruh, I miss who I was when I was alone. I think that's what I miss the most, just me. I miss that aisle. She was fun, she was cool, she was relaxed. She was stressed, but not like this. Happy New Year, Diary. And yes, I know that it's February, but we are African. And if we haven't spoken all year, technically, it's Happy New Year. So, Happy New Year. Let me catch you up on how life has been beating your girl's ass per usual. Up until Wednesday, I was still in Ghana, and I was only meant to be in Ghana for like a week max but after I skipped my return flight I never bothered to book another one like I didn't even try or attempt to and nobody was really checking for me in Nigeria anyways so it didn't matter my parents called me like once or twice like what's going on like are you coming back and I was like I missed my flight and I'm not gonna come back until it's necessary for me to come back and everything my dad was like okay cool well you're right like there really isn't anything here for you to do that you can't do in Ghana so like enjoy (laughs) but my mom was like uh no your sister got engaged you need to be here Blah, blah 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 people keep coming to the house looking for you you know she's just dragging it because first of all nobody's looking for me nobody is looking for me so you're lying and then you want me to be in the house because people are coming over so that I can help you serve them and help you clean and help you be slave of the year and I'm not in the mood for that please like every time she was like come home tomorrow come home the next week I was like "All right, cool 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 and then I text her last minute like sorry something came up I have a meeting I have a this I have a that so I can't so I won't so I won't blah 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 and she stopped replying after a while and I was like okay cool like we're off to a good start so on Monday, me and NSU went to t and we were getting drinks and just catching up on work and, you know, talking, just being girls, sex in the city type in Accra, like, you know. So I was checking my emails and I saw that my mom had sent me an email and I was like, all right, what is this babe? Like, what does she want? Like, what is this about to be? I saw it read in the subject box. She wrote, if they born you well, you'll skip this one. Now, normally, if somebody already threatens, you know, like the email, like I already knew the email wasn't going anywhere positive. Like I already knew it was going to blow me because look at the energy that she's coming off. And it's 2019. Like we're all about energies. Like I'm not really rocking with her negativity. So I closed my laptop and I just left it. For all of two seconds before the anxiety started eating the inside of my stomach, and I had to open my laptop and see what it was about. When I opened it, it was a <laughs> it was a one-way ticket to Nigeria for Wednesday night. This babe is summoning me home. She didn't even give me the option like, oh, do you want to come Wednesday? Like she was like. Mm-hmm. I'm taking matters into my own hands. If they burn you, will skip this one. Okay, so this is really, this is not even an option anymore. And I literally was just laughing. Like, I could not stop laughing. At my, at my big, big age, my mom is still controlling me. She's still summoning me. Like, my life is a joke. This shit is such a joke. When I arrived to Nigeria on Wednesday, Junior picked me up from the airport. And at first it was fun, and it was all like dance, and just gisting me on the in-laws and what has happened since I've been gone. All the fun little things that I missed out on. I caught myself staring at my brother, like, you lucky SOB, you. <sighs> this weekend is about to be a breeze for you, bro. Like, nobody's, nobody's about to ask you to do nothing outrageous. If anything is help us move this or get this or go pick this person up at most. But if he were to like disappear and say oh he's going to the gym to go play basketball with his friends like nobody would like frantically be calling his phone like "Junior come back home." I already know this weekend that I need to strategize my time. Like I've been thinking about that nonstop since I got that email and i was looking at my brother like so carefree so young so innocent to be a 19 year old Yoruba guy in nigeria like your life must really be simple like you don't really have any care like thing is he probably does like he probably has stuff that he worries about and like friend problems and girl problems and school problems but like family problems is just not one of them to him our our family's probably really laid back and carefree and a lot of fun and my parents are not strict and just laid back and i mean i don't blame him he is the last born the only boy my parents probably seem like some rad ass cool ass parents but then to me they're like strict as fuck controlling his shit it's so crazy how two people can grow up in the same household and have completely different outlooks on everything when we got to the house the gate man informed us that my dad's college friends were over i know my dad's friends they're pretty cool my uncles are chill like no biggie they sign me money every once in a while whenever they see me out and about so like i have no issues with them so junior parked and i got out the car and then the gate man was helping him get my bags so I started walking to the house, and before I could open the door, Auntie Bala, and my mom's elder sister, came out and shut the door behind her. What is about to happen? I was looking at her like, Ugh. It was literally like, in my head, it was like a hashtag now this. Like I already knew some bullshit was about to come out of this. So I was greeting her, I was like, oh, good evening Auntie Bala. Before I could finish, she stopped me and she was like, ayo, there's men in the house. I feel like I had this like outer body experience where I'm sitting here like looking at the camera, the imaginary camera in my reality show, just thinking like, okay, like, all right. She continued on to say, you can't come in the house looking like this. uh at this point, I'm so thrown. What am I wearing that's so bad that you had to come out the house to tell me that I couldn't go inside my house? I was wearing an oversized t-shirt with some bicycle shorts and sneakers. I genuinely didn't understand what was wrong with my outfit. So she went on to say, Amy, you know you're fat and your breasts are big. It's not right for you to be walking around without a bra. And see your pants. I can't believe that they let you fly so inappropriately. I can see the outline of your whole lap. Even see, see the cellulite on your thighs. <laughs> When I was your age, I wasn't half your size. And I had two children at your age. Now, this is not even a common occurrence. This is not something that I'm like, oh yes, but I can't believe that this happened to me. Cause this happens so very often. It really used to bother me until one day when I was in either eighth or ninth grade, my uncle came to visit us and before I could even greet him, before he could even greet me, the first thing he said was, I you could lose 50 pounds. Yeah, I think I think if you lost 50 pounds, like you would look better. I was 14. 14, 15 max. If I didn't already feel the whole entire weight on my little, like, on my little heart. You know when you're when you're a teenager and like life just sucks. I had just moved to a whole new place. I didn't have any friends, like. Life was garbage. And that's the first thing you say to me? You could lose 50 pounds. Where I ran to my room and called my sister and just, like, wept. Just wept. And then she said something along the lines of, like, you're bad as fuck. Like, bro, like, you're, you're a baddie. Like, it doesn't even make sense. And, like... I can't even remember that conversation like perfectly, but it was something along the lines of she was, <laughs> she was the first one to be like, bro, even on your worst day, you're better than them. Even, even on your worst day, even if you're in six hundred pounds, you're better than them." From that moment on, me being fat. And acknowledging the fact that I was fat and like not letting people, oh I am you shouldn't drink this, oh I mean you shouldn't eat this, da 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 da. Like people were really censoring me. When I was 13 years old, I went on vacation with one of my aunts, and she would have an alarm for when I was allowed to eat. All of this stuff really used to like bug me. You know, Degrassi came out and everything. I swear. I tried to have an eating disorder. I tried, I tried anorexia, I was so hungry. I tried bulimia, my stomach would hurt. Like it didn't work for me. I liked food and I liked the way I look. So it was like, I am punishing myself for everybody else, but I'm cool. Like never have I looked in the mirror and been like, oh my God, I'm so disgusted at what I'm looking. I've never had that issue, ever. So the fact that I was taking up however much space I was taking up in the world was everybody else's problem. So me being this fat and this like alive, and I keep saying this fat like I'm not a size 16, but every me being this fat is an act of rebellion and I wore that shit well, and I continue to wear that shit well. Whenever my mom and my aunt would point out, "Oh, like you're getting bigger da, da 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 da. Men won't like you like this." Oh, baby. Stop. Okay? Number 1, fuck them niggas. That's a number 1. Number 2, we don't do anything in life for the validation of other, especially niggas i don't give a fuck like literally and i used to hit my mom with my man still like it whether i was single or not whether i was actually had a man or not what it didn't matter my man likes it because that's the only way to like actually shut her up it couldn't be like i love myself like this or whatever and my mom would be like no one's telling you not to love yourself we're just telling you to like lose weight and nah bro my man still likes it now what and she'd be (laughs) Fine, because <laughs> like, what else could you do? My man likes it, so what? What, like, I'm not having no trouble pulling, so what exactly? What else? Because if I'm happy and I'm healthy and my man is happy, what is that? What is the problem? There isn't one, okay? It's just, I don't know why Nigerians feel like it's their place to let you know about yourself. Mind your own, mind the business that pays you. What does my body have to do with any, the fact, mm -mm, pause. The fact that so many people feel like it's okay and appropriate to comment on my body whenever they want to is wild AF. I dated this guy who lived in Nigeria, like a proper Nigerian guy, like never left Nigeria before. And like he would make comments all the time about how I was the biggest girl he was ever with And he normally goes for skinnier babes and dah, 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 dah. And I was just like, okay, nigga, but you're here. So What am I supposed to give you an award? Like, oh my god. Thank you for choosing me Like I don't no 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 no. I'm the catch. I'm the price. Are you stupid? <laughs> all of that aside I'm the shit like I'm the shit and I don't see my weight as a flaw. I don't see it as like an issue. I don't. There are some parts that I'd be like, oh, mm, I wanna fix this, I wanna fix this, nip and tuck here. But like ultimately, if I don't do that, I'll be all right. I've 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 come this far. I can keep going. Like I'm, I'm straight. I just need there to be a very vocal conversation of how Nigerians are like their own worst enemy. Like I feel like if I were a weaker somebody, like that shit would've affected me. And when I got to the age that I felt I was like old enough and big enough and wise enough to actually like confront the issue, people would come to me with, no, I'm just trying to look out for you and I'm da, But like your energy is off. The words that you're giving me aren't encouraging. You're telling a 12 year old that they're fat ask pa what like what what do you want to happen next do you want me to buy a gym membership how was that gonna work it was never like oh let's go for a bike ride or let's go for a run or let's go swimming or let's do something constructive you just felt the need to shame me their all of their approach was for me to hate myself bad enough for me to change and that shit wasn't it wasn't ever wasn't ever gonna work for me so, going back to this wench of a human being, Antipola, she's one of those people who doesn't contribute anything to your life in any way possible, but feels like her, her age, her big, big age, gives her the power and the authority to govern over everyone. Because she's my mom's elder sister, because, oh, you know, my husband's rich, blah, 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 blah. It's given her shoulders to be talking to anybody any type of way. So we, we've we already known her. Like, that's just who she is. She didn't really grow up around my mom and her siblings because they only share... They share a father. They don't share a mom or anything. And she's one of those people who, like, oh, Aya, why did you get piercings? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? But her son has, like, 35 misspelled tattoos on his body. Okay. Didn't even bother to finish high school. Okay, but why do I have a piercing in my nose and why... Do I don't have a piercing in my mouth and why? Shut up, girl, shut up, girl. She's one of those that went to school to find a rich husband, and when she found one, she quit and became barefoot and pregnant, despite the fact that her husband has slept with every single incoming uni-like student, and he's on a first-name basis with the texts at the pharmacy and the clinic. She's one of those women that like to pretend that she's superior because of her money, but she'll be crying in our bathroom, begging her husband to go and bail her son out of jail. Her son! Who scams for a living. That's what he does. He's a Yahoo Yahoo boy, right? So she'll be begging him, Oh, please, please let him go and be my manager. I don't have money. Like all I have is five kids in my name. No no no. Everything is in your name. Da. Babe doesn't have an account, nothing. Like he gives her cash in the beginning of the week and says, like, do what you can do with that. So she doesn't have money, she just Screwed her same husband that's giving giving college students 100k to 200k to 300k for lunch, for dinner, for send it to your parents, oh buy a car. Let me, do, 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 do. but for your wife, you are giving her how much 20, 20, 25k per month telling her to make do. What does she need money for? She owns a grocery store that she doesn't need to. Da, 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 da. Bruh. <laughs> Like literally, they are stereotypical like Nigerian family man. Like, and she has the audacity to talk about my size. Talking about she was half my size when she was when she was my age. After her second kid and his third affair, she started feeling insecure about her body. So she went to some quack doctor that did. put a band around her stomach that gave her an infection that made them have to cut out half of her stomach she can't even eat certain things like her whole nutrition and dietary consumptions are all off like she literally eats like a bird and because she can't eat anything else talking about you is half my size girl. don't play with me do not play with me like (laughs) i'm now looking at this woman somebody who is obviously weary she has no time on her she's so fucking jobless she literally has nothing to do with her time and it's clear because who else some tell me somebody in their right mind that thinks that it's appropriate it's more appropriate for me to open my suitcase and change out here in front of the gate man, Mr. Musa, the gardener, everybody who's out here, my little brother, I should change in front of everybody instead of just going into the house and facing the five men that's inside. Are you okay? Like, are you all right? I didn't even, at this point, I'm seeing red. At this point, I'm seeing red. My heartbeat is racing. And my hands are getting sweaty and I just, I know myself and I know my anger. And if I continue to stand out here with this mad woman and continue to go back and forth with her, I will hit her. This, this, my size is not for, is not for, it's not just for games though. It's not just for show and tell. I will break her. So I decided instead to bend my knees, get on her level and say as calmly and as smoothly as I could possibly say it, get out of my face. Now, we already know what Yoruba women like. On the list of who's the most dramatic human being on earth, Yoruba women will reign supreme. This woman now acted like I slapped her. Eh, are you okay? Do you know you're, before she could even finish saying what she wanted to say, I busted through the door. Her back now hit the door, which hit the wall behind it, and I started walking inside. All of a sudden, I felt a tug on my shirt. This woman was grabbing me. She's still shouting, blah, blah, blah. With all the power I have in my fat ass body, I swung my arm to release her grip from my shirt. She now fell on the floor. Ayumi, fat me. Ayumi wants to kill me. Uh, come and see, come and see. Ayumi wants to kill me. <laughs> Oh my God, this nonsense started. And I already knew like once I said get out of my face, like it was gonna be, it was going to be something already. So at this point it was like, ah, just add another charge, bro. Whatever, I tried to kill her, cool, whatever. Started walking into the house. The first one that came out of the parlor was Wumi, our house helped. Wumi was like, Sister Ayo, what's going on? Completely disregarding this monster that's yelling Hail Marys on the floor. I was like, Wumi, when she stopped shouting, can you please tell Mr. Musa to bring my suitcase upstairs to my room, please? Also, I'm kind of hungry. This is how you know I'm not a serious person. I was like, also, I'm kind of hungry. So if you could have food prepared for me, I would love that. Thank you. And she's looking at me, her mouth like dropped, like she could not believe that this is what I'm saying to her. As this woman is shouting that I'm literally trying to murder her. You would think that I'm holding I'm holding a knife over Auntie Bola, like stabbing her as she's shouting. By now, everybody else had exited the parlor. My uncles, my dad, my mom, my other two aunties came outside. And I start walking up the steps. And my dad shouts, Ayo! yo, stop right there. Ayo, yo. I already have attempted murder on my rap sheet. What else is fleeing the scene and resisting arrest? I figured I'd take my chances and I kept walking upstairs. And for a second, I can still hear her shouting. Just say crazy somebody. Just shouting, man. And the house is not a small house. Like the fact that I can still hear her means that she's, she's using all her malnourished strength to scream. And that already is pissing me off. So I get into my room, I shut the door, and I lay down. And I just breathe in and out, just trying to like calm down because if I were to talk to anybody right now, I'm swinging, like a few minutes go by and she stopped shouting. Then all of a sudden, I don't know who it is, but I don't care. And I'm now I'm like, ah! Again, refuming myself, open the fucking door! Junior walks in, this boy is giddy as all get out. And i this boy jumping just high as if he's on a pogo stick. Up and down. Come, 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 there's just, there's just. I was like, Junior, we were just downstairs. I was just there, I saw it, I know. I was like, not you, nigga, come downstairs. I'm literally sitting here confused. I'm sitting up on my bed, looking at the door like, not me, what? This boy pokes his head, come the fuck on. And then I hear him dash downstairs. I was like, okay, listen, you ain't gotta tell me twice. What is going on? I just start my descent down the steps. Everybody's standing in like a big ass semicircle. is now in the foyer, still on her knees, still crying, but instead she's hitting my uncle's thighs. She's fighting for Africa. Like everything that she has to give, she's giving to hit this man. But he's so damn big, like he ain't affected by it at all. So I'm standing on the steps and I'm like trying to assess the situation. And with me scanning the room, I make eyes with Gigi and Gigi mouths a baby to me. And I said out loud, a baby. And then from the crowd, I noticed somebody's head move. So I made eye contact and it was a babe who looked awfully similar to the way I look. We were easily the same size. Her ass is definitely bigger than mine and she's shorter than me. This could literally be my doppelganger. She could easily be my stunt double. We are very similar in appearance, and she's standing there with a brand new baby. A baby that looks like she just gave birth to it as I was walking down the steps. This baby is new. And she's standing with this baby in her hand and obviously impatient with this smug look on her face and instantly I put the pieces together. This! beautiful, young, very young, let's just add one more time that she's young, woman, is my uncle dial's mistress. And in this mystery woman's hand is the living, breathing evidence of his infidelities. And now my auntie, <laughs> My auntie has a shop but will never stay in her shop. My auntie was running up and down shouting everybody's business, the first one to know everything. Everybody knows him in the street as the uni-lag welcome center. That is how bad he is. We know that this is who he is, she knows that this is who he is. And this isn't even the first time that something like this has happened. The last babe we heard of, he paid off her family, made her get an abortion, tried to keep it very, very hush-hush. But this is the era of social media. Ain't shit hush-hush, that shit was on Linda Ikeji that night, the night that she left the abortion clinic, it was on Linda Ikeji. There is no such thing as Silence, or what's done in the dark. There's, this is Lagos, baby. While she's running up and down trying to censor my body and make sure that she's in control of what I put on and off of my body, her husband is there, making a mockery of their commitment to God and church and everybody who was there to witness. Like my heart really would have gone out for her had she had not just minded the business that paid her. The initial shock of what had happened had now worn off. So everybody's kind of now trying to like de-escalate the situation. and mom was trying to separate my auntie from my uncle. And my dad was trying to make my uncle go for a walk. It was just, it was utter chaos. So I walk down the steps and I'm just standing beside Junior. And this this monkey is still jumping up and down like he's never seen just in his life. He doesn't know how to behave, but we'll talk about that another day. And Mystery Babe walks up to us. My parents wouldn't find it funny if I came home from break with a child. So here. And she tries to hand Junior the baby. And Junior puts his hands up like, mm no thanks. So then she gives me the baby and gives Gigi what I can only assume is the diaper bag in this fake ass Gucci. And she goes, tell Oga I'll call him later. And she walks out of our house. This mystery babe, gives me Happy King to now hold or or what <laughs> or i don't <laughs> i don't understand what she thought was gonna happen when she gave me her child but i was then holding her kid and she leaves and as she's walking out i begin to follow her like babe are you fucking mad you got in bed with the married man. Fine, get your coin, nobody's knocking you. However, you carried this baby to full-term knowing that your parents wouldn't accept it and knowing that you wouldn't keep it. What now did you think was going to happen? Why did you now carry it and bring it to my house? Ha- like, what What exactly was the motive? Like, what was the point of this? If you know you didn't wanna keep this baby and cash in on this baby, why even have it? Like, what What was the point? Why did you do this to this child? Like, what? what is this? So I'm walking after her Almost automatically, like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. She now starts running out of our compound towards the gate. I was now shouting, Mr. Musa, close the gate, close the gate, close the gate. Right when he touched the gate, this baby ran out, jumped on Ankara and left. So I'm now holding this baby and it's crying. I can't tell, honestly, I can't tell by looking at it whether it's a boy or a girl, and I'm not really interested in checking because like, it's not my kid and I have other things to worry about. So I walk to my house and I go inside and now my auntie's sitting in the parlor and my uncle's standing up and everybody seems to have settled a bit, right? So I'm holding the baby and I walk to my uncle, you know, the baby's father, and I stretch out my arms to give him his child. My dad now looks at me. I, I, I me, Will you come out get, get the baby out of here? Come on, come on. I said here, uh cool down like can you relax small? Like in hindsight, it was incredibly petty of me. But like, this isn't my kid and I have beef. I have beef with this babe. I have beef with this whole family right now. So I'm really not even trying to hear none of that. Who am I giving this child to? My dad is still doing come come on, come on, come on. My arms are still stretched out and my uncle looks at me and was like Go and give him to my wife i would honestly love to be reincarnated into a nigerian man because the the strength the power and the shoulders that these monsters have the misogyny is rooted so deeply that he didn't even have to think that shit through she's a woman here's a baby i should go and give your bastard child to your wife no problem literally none of my business and this is payback for everything that she's ever said to me i walk up to my aunt and i'm like uncle said i should give this to you Real straight, and she looks at me, and she starts crying, like wailing. Mom looks at me and goes, "If it's not for the fact that I know that you are my daughter, I would say that you are not my child. They must have cost you. How dare you did it? But that one is still doing. Come on, come on, come on back there. You are now shouting at me. No pee, woman I gave our house to help the baby." and I go back upstairs literally this is none of my business this is none of my concern and as I'm walking away Wumi goes to my mom and was like auntie what do you want me to do with the baby and my mom goes Ayumi's babysitter of the house she'll take after the child for the weekend go and set up something for the baby to sleep in Ayomi's room I don't know if I'm the joke or if this situation is a joke but what and as I was like looking for the words to attack or to say something, I hear Junior in the background go, Happy Valentine's Day! My funny Valentine Sweet coming back